tonight. If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7, and beginning at verse, beginning at verse 17, even so every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many shall say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. And by the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to talk about know him. Know him. Know him. You can be seated tonight. Um, in this, this text here that we just read, um, you'll read where Jesus begins to talk to them about um, the difference between a good tree and a bad tree. Um, he pretty much says that a good tree bringeth forth good fruit. Bad tree pretty much bring forth bad fruit. Um, it's, it's impossible, pretty much is what he's saying, for a good tree to bring forth bad fruit. And it's impossible for a bad tree to bring forth good fruit. Um, he goes on and he begins to talk to them. And he begins to um, tell them um, something that when I read it, it often catches my attention because... You know, you got a lot of people calling on the name of the Lord. Um, you got a lot of people professing um, to be a child of God and uh, professing to be doing uh, the will, God's will, the will of the Father, um, of the Spirit. And the Lord lets us in on something because oftentimes when you hear people talking about Jesus, um, you... You begin to think, well, maybe that person does have some kind of relationship or some kind of walk with God. Um, but he said that you would know them by their fruit. You're going to know them by what kind of fruit they're, they're bringing forth. What is on that tree? What is coming forth out of them? That is their fruit. Um, you, you'll find out that through words, 
um, through lifestyle. Um, you'll find out just what manner of fruit people are of, um, what they really believe in, and whether they really are uh, what they're proclaiming that they are. Um, tonight, it's my, it's of utmost importance that I want to be what I'm proclaiming to be. Somehow, I want to be a child of God. I really want to learn how to grab a hold of God's word, to apply it to my life. I want to learn how on a daily basis to turn my back to this world, to the affluence of this world. Um, it's, it's so easy to be pulled by the things of this life. It's so easy to be pulled back into your old habits and old lifestyles and old desires begins to be stirred up. Um, but I want to make it up in my mind that I want to fight with everything that I have, that this world is not an option for me. Um, I don't know about, you know, oftentimes um, I've never played poker, um, but you hear about um, sometimes about people playing poker. And I guess when it gets to a certain point of the, of the game, um, the individual, as they are so uh, confident that they have a hand, that is the winning hand. Um, it is said that they push all of the poker chips to the middle of the table. In the other words, saying that they are they're all in. They're, they're putting it all on the line. They are all in. Well, I made up in my mind a long time ago that I'm all in this thing. That I'm in this with everything that I have. Um, I, I'm sorry, but I burnt bridges to the old lifestyle a long time ago. Things that that lead back to old acquaintance. I burnt those bridges a long time ago. Old desires, I burnt those bridges a long time ago, and I made up in my mind that if I'm going to live for God, I'm going to do my debt level best to live for God with everything that I have. I'm not going to come on Sunday and try to make it seem like I'm living for God. I really want to live for God. Monday through Friday, uh, 365 days of the week, I made up in my mind that this, the, the church is the best place to be. That being a part of God's bride is the best thing that anyone could ever be a part of. And I made up in my mind that I'm in it until the day that I die, that there ain't nothing that is going to Allow me to turn my back on God. I, I'm sorry. I don't care what the friends are saying. I don't, I don't care what the co-workers are saying. I don't care what the family are doing. I know what Jesus has done in my life. And I made up in my mind that I'm in for the long haul. I'm in it to win tonight. And so Jesus begins on, goes on and he begins to talk. And begins to say that everybody that says, Lord, Lord. I shall not enter. But he said, those that do, the only ones that will, is those that do the will of my Father. I, I think it's, it's, it's important that we see that he says the will of his Father. Not our own will. Not our own desires. Not what we feel that we should be a part of. Not what we feel that we should be engaged in. But our own will. You'll find out that the, a lot of times the flesh wants to do things its own way. The flesh don't like to submit uh, to the will of the Spirit. But you'll find out that Jesus Christ showed us, he taught us how to submit to the will of the Spirit. While he was in the garden, 
he began to pray as that flesh was raging out of control. It didn't want to be crucified. He was a man. A lot of people, they debate on whether he was fully man. He was fully man and fully God at the same time. And you got to understand that in that flesh, he felt the same pains that we felt. He felt the same heartache that we felt. He knew what it felt like to be betrayed. He felt all of those feelings. And as he is in that garden, he begins to pray because that flesh does not want to go through it. A lot of times the flesh don't want to submit. It don't want to get in line with the spirit. But I, got, I made up in my mind that I'm going to crucify this flesh of mine. I'm going to crucify this flesh and the lust and the affections thereof. I made up in my mind that I'm going to crucify this flesh and that I'm going to walk in the spirit. I need God to be the one that is leading and guiding and directing my path. And so Jesus shows us what to do with the flesh. He's in the garden and he's praying. He's praying earnestly and, and sweats as the size of blood. The Bible tells us it's dropping. And so, three times, he's prayed. He prays a prayer. And he's saying, Lord, let this cup pass me. Let it pass me. He didn't want to go through. He knew all the pain that was, was to be endured. He knew the suffer, suffering that he was going to have to endure. Okay? So that we would have an opportunity to be here tonight. That's why it's important that we never forget the price that was paid for us to be here tonight. Okay, I understand the price that was paid for me to be here tonight, and I made up in my mind in having that understanding that I'm not just going to come in here all nonchalant. I'm not going to come in here all puffed up and proud and lifted up. I'm coming in humble. I made up in my mind that when I get here, I'm not just going to be here, but I'm going to get involved with what's going on. I'm going to get my hands in the air. I'm going to lift up my voice. I'm going to call upon the king of the kings. I'm not going to be fidgeting and playing around with everything else. I'm going to get my mind on Jesus tonight. I understand what he's done in my life. I understand that if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here tonight. And so the word tells us that he, he, each and every time he said, not my will. Every day as we pray, we got to come to that conclusion. That has to be the end of it all. Not my will, but thy will be done. Not my will, not what I want. Not what I think, not how I'm perceiving things, not my will, your will. I want your will to be done. And so Jesus says, the individual, the only ones that are going to make it in pretty much is the ones that do the will of his father. And so he goes on and what he, he begins to talk and he begins to um, explain how many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied? In thy name? Have we not casted out devils in thy name and done many for wonderful works? And this is the verse that always grabs my attention because I'm going to tell you, we got to know him tonight. Because it doesn't matter what kind of works or what kind of things that I do, if I don't know him, I ain't got no chance in making it.
I ain't got a chance at going in. I don't have a chance of going with the bridegroom when he comes back. And so he says that many will say these things. And he says in verse 23, he says, And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. And as you begin to think about that word, that word knew, it's the past tense of the word no. And so what Jesus is telling them, as you, you dig into that and you begin to look up that word and, and find out what it, what it means, the word no means that there was, some, there was no relationship. There was no relationship there. There was no time spent. There was, there was no quality time that was spent together. You are, it, you will find out that it actually refers to the way that a spouses would know each other in relationship-wise. You'll find out that scripture clearly tells us that when Adam and Eve, after they were kicked out of the garden, and um, now they have to, you know, work in this life and now children has to be brought to bear and the Bible says that Adam knew Eve and they had Cain and so it talks about a relationship it talks about uh, 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 intimacy a relationship between one another you'll find out that when you're in uh, some type of relationship or maybe you have some kind of work relationship with someone um, as you are working in the same department and um, you know a person, um, you know um, their way of going about and getting things done. And, and, and so you know on that working um, level. Um, I can remember, I often tell this story um, because it was uh, a very a time in my life where I wasn't quite where I needed to be with God and it always it always sticks with me. Um, I can remember um, where I was um, just doing things however I wanted to do, and I had gotten into a, a situation that was not um, of God. It was a, it was, it wasn't a good one. And but you know, as a young person, you don't, you think you know everything. As a young adult, you think you got it all figured out. Um, you know what you're doing. You don't need nobody's assistance. You don't need nobody's help. You don't need nobody um, trying to tell you how to do things. You got to figure it out. And I, I come to feel it, it's not until I sit, sit down today, these days, and I look back and I realize that I was so ignorant. I was so ignorant in the way that I thought and the way that I went about things. And so um, after me um, living this way and acting in, and partaking in the things that I was partaking in. Um, you know, you try to do things undercover and think that things ain't going to get out. But you better, you better rest assured it's going to get out. It's going to get out. It's, it's going to come out. It's going to come out. And I'm going to tell you, it was brought to light. There, there was no more hiding. There was no more ducking and dodging. There was no more creeping and crawling. It had came to light. And the Bible tells us 
that, not the Bible, sorry, you know, I'm just stuck on the word. And, uh, and so the time came where the word came back to me, hey, uh, you know, see, the pastor wants you to give him a call. He wants you to, he wants you to call him in. He wants to talk with you. And I'm like, okay, yeah, all right, I'll get around to it. A couple of days passed by. Week passed by. And so, one morning, I, I remember it so clear as if I was in my mom's house right this second. I remember it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the room. I'm, 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 you know, I'm in my room. I'm relaxing, chilling, you know, before it's time for me to go to work. Um, and as I'm just, just laying there, you know, hear these foot I'm now my room is it's it's on this it's on my mom had this trailer and she had uh there was six rooms in there and mine was on the farther end of the trailer and and there was a hallway right next to my room and I can remember hearing these footsteps coming down the hallway. I don't hear no voice, I don't hear nothing. I just hear footsteps. I'm like, that sure does sound familiar. And I'm like, no, it couldn't possibly be. No way. And then I heard what sealed it for me. I heard the knock that I was familiar with. I was very familiar with this knock, and I heard it on the door, the door, and I heard it. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You can't be. And sure enough, it was him. He came in. I don't even think he, I don't even think he waited that to tell, for me to say, come in. Amen. Get dressed. Come on. We're going to such and such place. And sat down. Counsel was given. And even though that counsel was given, you know, I, I still did things my own way, and, and truth be told, exactly what he told me was going to happen, it happened. It happened. And so I'm talking about knowing, being familiar, having experience. Um, there is a coworker that I work with, and, and we share client patients together that we work with, and um, the other day, we was at the court. I was at the courtroom, and I was waiting for her as we had to go into a court. Um, someone's hearing um, to sit in for it, and I heard footsteps come around the corner. I said, "That's her," and sure enough, it was her. And I, her name happened to be Jamie. I said, "That's Jamie coming around the corner," and it was because if you know Jamie, she wears these these heels, and so when she walks, it makes a certain sound, and you know that it is her. Um, everybody knows that that's her, okay? Um, just the other day, I went, I left uh, my computer the night before in my wife's car, and so I had to drive all the way down to, Dan off of Daniels, the Gulf Coast, and I guess my wife says that my shoes are loud when I walk. And she, I guess 
I guess she has this policy, no loud shoes on the floor. Whoever heard of such a thing? Uh, but, um, and so I, I get off the elevator, I'm walking, and as I come around the, to the nursing station, she's there, and another one of her coworkers, and the coworker said, wow. And I had already knew she had told her, that's my husband coming around the corner. I guess it was because of the shoes. And so I'm talking about being familiar and knowing certain things. As you have some kind of relationship, working or a personal relationship or whatever it is, you know certain things about people. You know um, what they like. You know what they don't like. Um, you know um, what it is to know about them. Here, Jesus said, he's teaching the parable, he's teaching here, and he's saying that everybody that's going to say, Lord, Lord, is not going to enter in. He said, only one of those that know my father, many are going to come and proclaim, Lord, we did this in your name. Lord, we did that in your name. But he's going to say, depart from me because I never knew you. If there's anything that I want to know, I want to know Jesus. I want to be in covenant relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, a lot of people think that just because they know certain people or just because they're a part of a certain group, that, that gives them a ticket or a pass into heaven. But I got news for you. All of that ain't going to matter on the day when we stand before the Lord. What is going to matter is whether I knew him for myself, whether I had a personal relationship with him. I made up in my mind I want to know Jesus tonight. I made up in my mind that more than anything, more than knowing anybody else, I want to know Jesus. I want to be in relationship with him. I want to walk with him. I want to talk with him. I want to spend some quality time alone with Jesus. I want to know him. And so let's look at a couple of scriptures because it's important tonight. It's important tonight. Isaiah chapter 59. <coughs> beginning at verse 7 